everybody. We're back in the studio. It's just us tonight. We've come down a little bit from the huge high of episode 200 last week. Thank you for, if you joined us. Uh, if you couldn't, we hope you've watched it in the interim. We'll be releasing some shorts. Welcome to episode 201 and in the studio tonight with me. And I'm going to actually mention what uh, t-shirts everybody's wearing. We've got our usual audience of Nick and the Divine Amy who made us beautiful chocolate chip cookies, not medicated, so we can eat 10 if we like. We have, we have. <laughs> not many left. Nick, who's always in the background, um, helping us, helping us revamp the studio recently, give it a little bit of a facelift. Then we've got Boomschlang uh, behind the table. Uh, Captain Stream is off in the Cape, seeing his young son off to the first year of university. Well done to Gabriel for getting uh, numerous distinctions. Yeah. Captain Stream's very, um, very, very talented son. So Boomschlang is actually wearing a t-shirt that every single time he wears it, I say, I wish I didn't give you that t-shirt. <laughs> it's a bright green, good people disobey bad laws shirt. And so thanks for uh, steering the ship for us tonight. And then we've got Dale and Dan and Joe, and they're each going to tell us about their t-shirts tonight. No? So the hot shirt, this was one of the original designs. Yeah. Only the guests used to get it. So only if you've been on the show will you have one of these shirts. You can't yeah. get it at any merch shop or any kind yeah. of a shop or anything like that. There is no hot box merch yet. But we've only got huge sizes now. But when we have some money to print some more, we're actually going to put them in the Fields of Green shop because so many people were asking us. But you can get the good people disobey laws. A few left. We're not going to print those again. New t-shirts coming for the Clarence Expo and the Cape Town Expo. Dan, tell us the story of that shirt. Well, this shirt is, as you can see, it's an African silhouette. And this has got, I don't know how many different languages? So I think it's 52 different ways of saying So 52 ways different saying ways of saying cannabis yeah. on the shirt. And it's actually quite cool because the other day I was at some shop and some guys were looking at my shirt and they started reading. They saw the word for weed in their language essentially in one of these African languages and they were like, oh, I see that. I was like, yeah, well. And so it was pretty cool. Yeah. They're probably from somewhere up in Africa. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. 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 Just over the border. That's so it. Yeah, and I've got mine, yeah. the same one, but yeah. mine is a little bit limited edition. Because I'm going to have to turn around a little bit. It's the weed stock one that from weed stock that never happened. What is this one? <coughs> wow, so yeah. that yeah. is a collective yeah. collector's item. If you've got one of those weed stock yeah. t-shirts, then hang on to it. You can probably NFT the shit out of it. One day. <laughs> one day, you know? Yes, one day you can sell it to some weed memorabilia collector on eBay. Or a museum so, in Amsterdam, Diana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And tell us about and your shirts. So I am wearing uh, the marvelous, amazing Knuckle Genetics t-shirt today. Yum, yum. What I really like is this little Knuckle logo that is a little detail on the arm. At one stage on the Fields of Green t-shirts, we also had the de detail on the arm. Yeah. So that is us back in the studio tonight. And uh, as I said, after the high of the 200th episode, tonight we're going to be a bit more grounded because we're going to speak about a, su a subject that's really close to our hearts. And that is the traditional use of cannabis. And um, that's why I say grounded, because it's a very serious issue, but it is also wound up in our very own cannabis culture, of which the people who are watching tonight um, are probably part of, and all of us are part of, uh, just because uh, we didn't start using cannabis 300 years ago doesn't mean to say that our use of cannabis isn't traditional. Um, we go into this in a great detail in our manifesto. And there have been some movements internationally, uh, which we're going to talk about. And then also last Saturday, the Amazing Fields of Green and Hotbox Show team went off to the Union Buildings, met with some of the Pretoria crew, um, and had a gathering to speak to the King of the Khoi, who has been camped out there for the last three years. So that's coming up a little bit later in the show. So that's enough seriousness. Uh, let's see what's on the dank camp. Sorry guys, bit of a technical delay. What cultivar do we have on the table? Uh, this is, uh, let's wait for the camera. Drum roll. Yeah, he's coming. Is it on? Are you sure? The, the NDI thing is blue? Okay. So, well, we have 
you guys can't really see it there, but it's quite a dense nug of some garlic show. Mm. Garlic show. Garlic now, show. Now, garlic? Called. I've never heard garlic in a... Yeah, it's very well, seldom that you get a savoury Yeah, there's well, the, the one that's most famous is, again, Thug Pug, where he's got his okay. garlic breath. Yeah, it's the garlic okay. breath, and then his sherb breath as well, right? Yeah, so this is a garlic sherb, so I would think it's Tropicana Cookies, which is the sherb, the sherb part. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, and then the garlic breath side. Yeah. So, but this stuff really does have a have a rank smell to it. Okay, sorting out the, the the. We really are very grateful here at the Hot Box Show to get donated so much awesome weed. It makes us incredibly productive here on Thursdays. is our um, is our team day. And we meet with whoever can make it here, and sometimes we meet online with the out of town crew, and um, but we always make a, a rule to kind of an hour and a half before the show uh, to not have a dab or a drag of a spliff or anything, so that we've got this like fresh thing going. Composure. Hey, Dale, you were got talking it? about yeah, it. Composure. No. Okay. Well, anyway, the, Does it look like this, the this garlic thing? this garlic shirt, the lineage that you're asking of it is GMO cross blue sherbet, and the GMO okay. is basically where the garlic side will be coming from. So, okay. Yeah. But yeah, some really dank indoor weed. Smells funky. Smell it. Smell yeah. smell. Now, when it's, it's called... That's not quite fruity. It's beautiful. It's got quite a smell. When it's no. called garlic something, mm. would you expect to, now when you smell it, smell garlic? Well, or you would almost, because the person's going to call it that strain, that name, because that is something that resonates with yeah. them. I mean, why would you call something garlic if it smells like peaches? Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah so. I suppose it's a bit of a stupid <laughs> 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 It's because I'm sitting so Why would you? But I know... So, I mean, that, but the thing is, also, okay. it must also be it's a subjective, because everybody has their own nostrils. Mm. Everyone smells exactly. slightly different, mm. so... Yeah. But what kind of terpenes is garlic anyway, right? So, what I mean, is it going to make it, you feel well, like? It's, it's a combination, I think, of different yeah. terpenes. It no, it's not like a garlic terpene. Yeah, it's course, a different mixture of Is it going to knock you, or is it going to give you a little bit of a bite? This stuff knocks you on your ass. Is it? This is a gassy, green, very thick, pungent... Okay. Heavy smoke, lots of THC, lots of resin. You can feel these buds are quite yeah. bloody rock hard. So Me personally, I like weed like that. Yeah, like I, like also, I like the spot. So yeah. the terps, I, I did a quick Google. Go the yeah. terps in garlic are Neroladol and Terpinoline. So there you okay. go. So now Neroladol, if we were to take... Neroladol, so that's maybe like Neroli oil? Yeah. Mm. Oh, but now, okay. not to say that when you go and test this and then do a terpene profile, terpine profile on this, would you get that? Yeah. This is what someone yes. smelt and said, hmm, mm, that smells like garlic, but... Yeah. For that feeling. It's still subjective. 100%. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And every strain that's... So someone might get this strain yeah. from... But look, okay, at the moment, in South Africa, this is being sold by Canaclone. Okay. 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 So they will be selling this exact same phenotype. Yes. To everyone. Yes. So... It uh, should smell the same to everyone, but oh, obviously it will change. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. will change if it's, it's indoor, outdoor, organic, synthetic, yeah. how their summer. environment was, how they controlled it, mm -hmm. how they yeah. grew it. There's a lot of factors that will change and you will probably see that 10 people will go and get this exact strain and go and try and grow it and it won't turn out just like I've shown mm -hmm. you here. And yeah. 10 people will get this and smoke it and have a, have a just slightly varying effect. Yes. Because... Jacques on Facebook says you yeah. could call it garlic if it's strong enough to get the vampires plastered. Yeah. <laughs> Are you calling this us will vampires? Get anything plastered, <laughs> <laughs> Just coming back to the smell, I had a great thing last weekend. I saw my mom, and she's 81 years old. And you know, we showcased last week on the show the knuckle genetics, um, number 10, number 16, um, and the something else. But amazing, amazing terpenes mm. coming out of that, that beautiful uh, indoor flower. Mm. So... I was showing it to my brother, who sometimes grows a little bit of weed in the backyard, although he doesn't use it. And so he said, wow, that's amazing. Then I passed it to my mom, and she opened the bottle like this, and she says, what is this? I says, Dacha, mom. Uh, and she said, wow, it smells really amazing. People always say that Dacha stinks, you know. But it did. Mm. It did smell really, it really, did. and so does this. But it smelled, no, it it, so weed did stink horribly. The way that it was yeah. preserved and cured in South Africa, yeah. the way that you'd get a banky of rank weed stinks it doesn't yeah. smell nice it smells yeah. dirty yeah when you're yeah. smoking pops and sticks it does it, it smells really disgusting. does so most of the smell. people that are sitting on the you know <laughs> buying a bag of weed from a rank or from wherever it is will never experience yeah. Yeah. the true terpene profile of that weed they're smoking ever mm. even if they smoke it it's not going to be the same effect as it would have been if they smoked it 
10 days prior before it got packaged and sat in a rank for three days under yeah. this intense heat. It yeah. changes the whole entire game. I can absolutely yeah. testify to that because we grew, I kept some seeds from when I lived in White River and we just, I called them Nelspray Taxi Rank. Mm. Uh, I didn't get it from the Nelspray Taxi Rank, it was mm. a different one. But we grew that last year, mm. and the flavor is really, really cool. It knocks my mm. socks off. I was like, oh, it's going to be my daytime, like sativa buzz high. But it's nothing my like the way Functional, they, yeah. no, it knocks the function right out of me. Yeah. Because, because yeah. That's, that's also mainly attributed to terpene profile again. Yeah. That will yeah. affect you in your day, the, the terpene profile. Because we're all smoking weed that might have a certain percentage of THC. That gets you stoned. But the way that you feel tired or that you go through the yeah. thing is all about turbulence. Mm. Yeah. It's but, all about the turbulence. But also in that regard, the, the, the lack of curing and the, the bad transportation will destroy that, exactly. It's, it's exactly. also destroying and changing the cannabinoid profiles. Yeah, of mm. course. Yeah. Well, it would. I mean, it would, yeah. it, would, it, would, it would increase degradation, which is oxidation, yeah. which then changes it from THCA to THC CBD type thing. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that happens. So, yeah, I mean, There's even, so many variables. even if the if the yeah. if the guy on the if that was growing in the fields of Swaziland, Lesotho, learned the basics of harvesting, drying, curing, their Storing. product would would immediately yeah. gain. I'm not gonna say whatever, ten percent more value, yeah. Yeah. twenty yes. percent more value, at least. At yes. least because even if double. the value wasn't yeah. gained in the man in monetary terms, like he no, was able to no, sell product. that for more quality, per gram, quality, but quality and then the returning customer particularly. Well, the end user will enjoy yeah. the better quality at the end of the day. They're yeah. gonna be like, wow, this guy's yeah. actually yeah. growing way better than that rank, or this. That's you know, the farm I want. That's yeah. we're gonna always go yeah. back to them, and it'll I be they, they will see it. You will yeah. see. Then they'll get standing orders and all of that because. Yeah. Then you're getting into the terroir because guess how many places in the world you can grow champagne. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. But you can grow cannabis anywhere on the planet and you can grow it really well if you understand the procedures. Mm -hmm. But if you want to call it champagne, you know, you've got to think about, you know, where you're growing and getting mm -hmm. out yeah. of course, that of little microclimate. As yeah. in Durban poison should belong to us South Africans. You can only grow that exactly. in Durban. Yeah. 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 But also they haven't, you know, when Durban poison was so, was so popular, um, they didn't have the sophistication in the in the underground cannabis industry that we've got today. I mean, we've certainly, all of us mm. in this room today have seen uh, a huge, 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 big cataclysmic evolution of yeah. of our knowledge of, of cannabis. You know, yeah. me just personally in the last sort of 30 years, I've, um, I've just learned an encyclopedia's worth about this plant. In the last 10 and years. And I think that there are, there certainly are farmers uh, in the rural areas who are, curing, um, storing and everything to a much higher quality mm. right now. But that brings us back to our main, our main point with, um, uh, with the show tonight is what is this traditional cannabis thing and what is being done about it because the uh, traditional um, farmers are being left out and we've said all of this before. So we've come up with a poll. We did. Cool. Yeah. We did. Thank, you to, Thank, Thank you, you to Charles. Thank you Charles for the question. <laughs> Um, Charles is our traditional farmer from Barrow in the Cape. <laughs> our question is, what is traditional cannabis? And remember that you can vote in the poll on Facebook only. And we have three different options for your answer. Is traditional cannabis outdoor land race? Okay. Is uh, traditional cannabis sativa land race only? So none of those big fat leaf plants, small squat plants, or only the big leafy ones. And it was traditional cannabis, whatever I'm growing in my garden. So head off over to Facebook and don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Uh, right here on the Hotbox Show, live and unpredictable from the Daz Farm with the Hotbox Show crew. And uh, seeing as we're talking about traditional cannabis, I thought... What do you I would, think about it? What do you think? Well, what I think is traditional cannabis is anything, the use of anything or the imbibing of anything or the cultivation of anything that has become endemic and practiced by lots of people and that has a certain culture that threads its way through it. That's what I think traditional cannabis. It doesn't have to necessarily go back hundreds of years, although we all know that cannabis has been used in South Africa for up to 700 uh, years now. And our biggest connection to traditional cannabis in the traditional sense of the word is of course our affiliate NGO called Umzimbubu Farmer Support Network. And yesterday I had an hour and a half phone conversation 
with Brother Green, our dear Ricky Stone down there in J Bay. And he was filling me in on what was going on there, and I was filling him in likewise. And uh, if you remember last week on episode 200, we spoke to Michael Krawitz. Mm -hmm. um, and we Fields of Green for All is going, has applied to have a side event at the big Vienna conference. It will all be online this year. Um, so anybody can watch that side event. It will be our Zoom side event, event, which I think is really great for mm -hmm. Fields of Green. Because we can invite anybody, and we are on a parliamentary mailing list that's, that's got a about. That's a dachelief in our cap, actually. Yeah, I reckon it's a dachelief in our cap. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to invite a whole parliamentary list, which is like about 200 people on that email list, and we're really looking forward to that. But we haven't been accepted for the event yet, so maybe we don't get it, but we'll keep trying. Um, and as far as the Fields of Green update is concerned, we uh, have also been speaking a lot on all of our all of our inter international groups on how we can move forward on the international um, arena w pushing this whole thing about traditional cannabis because we mustn't forget that the the rescheduling of cannabis internationally was only for medicinal use in other words a ph pharmaceutical product so what's happening now is that the cannabis activists around the world are spreading um, the word about this traditional use to other agencies. And uh, Fields of Green has written to the United Nations Special Rapporteur on Traditional Affairs. So that is the head of anything to do with the traditional affairs across the whole United Nations and the WHO. So this is quite a big cheese and I managed to get his uh, correct email and we've written to him and a few other agencies that are out of the drugs arena. You know, I think that that's really important no. because especially when it comes to something like what we, our, our next topic, the, the arrest of the uh, Koi King at the Union Buildings, it wasn't about the Dacha, was it? No. You know, it really so. wasn't about the no. Dacha. And but the fact that they were arrested for cultivating and dealing in Dacha brought up all sorts of other issues about, about human rights. Yeah, so, um, and chickens' rights. And chickens' rights, because did you hear that the police even murdered their chickens? There was one left when the crew got there on Becky, Saturday. Becky, Becky and she needs friends. Yeah, so if anybody's got any spare chickens, maybe they can go and replenish. Oh, they've organized Becky the chicken husband. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> So we'd just like everybody to know that this whole thing about traditional cannabis is uh, very, very close to our hearts. It's, mm. of course, one of the four pillars of our evidence with the trial of the plant, and we will not give up. We're going to just broaden, broaden the net and do whatever we can to, um, to, to further this particular cause, because it's unique to, to developing countries, particularly in the global south, uh, and also a few countries in the north, and we're going to be speaking about Thailand uh, in a little while. But for now, thank you very much to Boermslang. Um, we are going to watch a little video that Boerm has edited in the last few days since, since the crew went there. Are you ready, Wendy? Okay. <laughs> Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa has assured the Khoisan activists that government will look into their concerns. And in the end we will set up a commission. So the government is prepared, determined to handle this matter in a very responsible manner. As we handle it, we will be consulting with you on an ongoing basis. So we will discuss all these matters, but we will give consideration to your memorandum and we will be coming back to you, okay? started as a normal day, but uh, when we came out of our sleeping quarters, 
uh, we find ourselves surrounded with police from forensic, dog unit, horse unit, detectives, China police, Metro police, the whole police force. And he gave the command uh, to the police to take all the plants out. In the beginning, they hesitated. But then his announcement went even louder. Uh, and they came into the garden area, starting to take the wheat plants out from the back. And when they came to uh, the ones in the front, uh, I, was, I was holding one of them. That's my daughter, I call so I was grabbing onto my daughter. Uh, we are growing it for our medicine purposes. And we use it in teas, we use it in juices. Uh, we use it even to help people with cancer and pain uh, problems. Between Sunnyside Police Station, uh, on the paper cultivation of uh, Dacha, they've now changed it in court, uh, dealing of Dacha. So they released me on warning and also with a free bail. We will reappear on the 29th of March. This is not our home. It will never be our home. For us, it's all about getting what we ask the government, the president, recognition as the First Nation, our language to be official, return of ancestral land, and remove the colored word from the z Struggle continues. So what comes in? Amase. Amase. Paisa. Incredibly moving and iconic images that we've seen come out of um, King Khoisan in the past few weeks. Um, this, is, this is not just about cannabis after all. In fact, these are people who've been smoking cannabis long before any of us and our cultures arrived in South Africa. Cultivating it. They've yeah, been cultivating and Exactly, and using yeah. it as a medicine. Remembering where it is in the and, and at the feet of Nelson Mandela's statue, at the bottom of the steps, right outside Mr. Yeah. Ramaphosa's office, who, as you saw, engaged with him in 20, 2018. They were, they were there since 2017. Yeah. Yeah. And he promised to open engagement and conversation about moving forward and recognizing their culture, which is all they want. All they want is to be recognized, their language, they want rights to their, to their land that they've yeah. been living on for all these centuries. Yeah. And um, they are the first nation they, they of our the country. First nation of our so people. tell We're us, where are the king and his people from? They're from the Eastern Cape. Eastern Cape. Yeah, yeah. in Tebeja, where they actually walked up to Johannesburg. Wow, it took them yeah, remind everybody that they are. Yeah. Yeah. So, Boom and I actually went to go and speak to him um, last year, quite yeah. some time before this incident, um, where we got to sit down and share some um, some stories, you know, of, yeah. of him and his homeland and his July, family. Twenty seventh of July, yeah, yeah. months ago. Okay. Sure. Um, so, to to get an understanding of what they're actually trying to achieve here, it's not just about cannabis. No. But the picture of the police officer pulling the cannabis plant, <coughs> who, who, who's pulling him down the road. It's yeah. incredibly moving and it needs to be recognized as well. I'm glad now we're starting to see the news in international uh, media houses. Yes. Yeah, I believe um, that there was a whole lot. I know that, that uh, the activists, but like Normal France, certainly shared it across their social mm. media. Yeah, guys like <laughs> TV5Monday and MaryJane.com, Darren's.com, BBC, African News. Mm -hmm. These are all really big media houses that are covering mm. the story now, which is finally um, the chance that they've gotten for recognition of what they're getting here. Yeah. Because yeah. they've been here for almost five years. Yeah. 2017, they've been living at the bottom of Nelson Mandela's statue. Yeah. And yeah. nothing's been done about it. You know, I think that one can draw parallels to, to the First Nations people in Canada who are protesting over, the, over that oil pipeline that is going through. Mm. And I think that it always makes for a very good story internationally, yes. you know, um, to highlight the plight of the, of the traditional people. Mm. Even if it is in a sort of patronizing colonial way if we can keep the story in in the headlines otherwise our government particularly they just swipe it across and then then my big question in all of this is where's Sapra yeah. you know where's Sapra Sapra will go and tell that king that it's not medicine 
Unless it's been yeah. registered with them. Governments have been using this plant to oppress indigenous people for yeah. centuries now. Not only and it yeah. hasn't even stopped. Exactly. It hasn't even stopped now. <clears throat> they were growing vegetables, they had their chickens, and it really wasn't m that much yeah. cannabis. You know, yeah. minimal. They actually. weren't sitting there smoking all the time as well. They weren't selling yeah. anything. Yeah, you, know, you even said that uh, it's only a handful of people that uh, actually smoke it. They use it more for a bomb and yes, tea. exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, smoking was first introduced by the Dutch. So it was always before that. It was always used either topically or as a tea or in food. Or yeah. and the Dutch actually brought the whole idea of smoking um, to a lot of the colonies. I know they took it to the. Um, to Java and places like no, that, and, and they, they colonized. And the as Dutch well. were the first to to start colonizing Southern Africa, and yeah. to start actually um, completely wiping out the Khoisan people. When I say yeah. Khoisan, I mean the Khoi and San indigenous people. Yeah. yeah. So, so this has been going on for far too long. But you know, if you had to also take the argument from the 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 microcosm of what's happening in the at the Union buildings, and then spread it out, it's happening like all over the world and what it comes down to is recognizing our difference and the common denominator is our human rights that's um because is this is not you know where there is not a country in the world that is not um oppressing their their indigenous or first nations or whatever the, t the term is people there isn't a country in the world that's not doing it and um uh, it certainly is happening in thailand too Mm. Which is our um, which is our next story? Uh, and Thailand actually had some. Mm. We, oh, look there! We're, there's the. There's the. So this is Reese Moonjava's drawing, isn't it absolutely amazing? And we saw it whiz around the world. This is the one it that didn't. that normal um, shared. Just says everything, doesn't it? That's hey? it. That's Just it. absolutely says it everything. I was saying that it's a it's a um, Zapiro. Uh, level powerful cartoon that people yes. have looked at Zapiro since I was a kid. I remember Zapiro being a very iconic yeah. and very powerful cartoon. That was whenever, whenever he did yeah. something, people were like, they referred back to that comic even yes. in major yeah. discussion. Yeah. And that there is one of those right there. And you know, Reese Moonjava um, uh, designs and and displays his um, his designs for T-shirts and caps and all of that sort of thing. All the merch. Uh, on Merch on Demand, who's one of our mm. affiliates, and Keith from Merch on Demand is our our designer. So Reese is part of the joint. family. Yeah. So please go and follow him on Instagram and uh, support his merch on the various on the various shop because I think that that was that took a very keen eye, um, and he brought that that mm. cartoon out just about overnight. Yeah. Mm. yeah. One thing before we move to Thailand. Mm. I just wanted to are say... Are we moving to Thailand? Are we moving, are we moving to <laughs> Thailand? Yeah, it's legal um, For the Khoi uh, and his, his, his family that are staying at the Union building, um, we, there are people who are collecting non-perishable food. They're trying to put together like a solar refrigeration system. Uh, I'll get the water. details and we'll post that all on our socials. Water tanks, water, yeah. like basics, guys. They're living on a lawn. There's no. Or just the meal, so they don't have to cook for like yeah. five days. Yeah. Someone could drop off yeah. like a ready-made meal one on the day. Yeah. On the day, you know. They would really, really appreciate it. And lend it. a hand and go and have a look at the at the Union buildings if you're in the Kauteng area. It is. Um, I'll take a picnic They're to share with there. our brothers and sisters who mm. are there. I'm ashamed to say. I've lived in Joburg since I was 10. I've lived in South Africa my whole life. That was the first time I've been to the Union buildings. Wow, I remember yeah. going there as a small child with my mom yeah. and dad when we visited Pretoria it's from the small towns. It's probably <laughs> definitely not the same since you were there last. Yeah, you know what, there. last time I was there, it was pretty much the same. Hey? Uh, I've seen the gardens at, in various states of repair and disrepair, but you guys said that was looking the gardens... Me. No. Yeah, and, and where they're camping, it's pretty clean. It's not like rubbish anywhere. No, it's beautiful. Yes, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's really and respectful. they've got a nice little box set up where you can uh, sign their petition. So and give that, donations. Yeah, and give yeah. donations. So we highly encourage you to actually yeah, make it a trip. And then also, if you if you have followers on your social media from all over the world, make sure that this that the story keeps. 
yeah. keeps going. And Bone, we hope it's, it's not it's going to ignite leads. again with arrests and all of that. But we know that um, the community are back in court sometimes. 29th of March, well, isn't it? 29th, 29th of, of March, they're back in court. Yeah. yeah, but they did get free bail. So thank you to that <laughs> magistrate if you're watching the Hotbox show, which is not very Can't likely. Bail yeah. is free. And oh, it's not bail. They were left off. They were let go. Bail if they yeah. paid. But I like the idea that they yeah, were given free bail. Free bail. Yeah. Free bail. <laughs> yeah. They were let go on a warning. So what is that actually? Are these so I think it's just going to be thrown out. naughty now, okay. <laughs> it's a tap on the wrist. <laughs> well, so talking about tap on the wrist, talking about a tap on the wrist, that won't be happening for any Thailand cannabis users or stoners anymore. <laughs> because... Yeah. The Thai government has now uh, decriminalized cannabis. Uh, so they've, what they've basically said here is weed enthusiasts gathered in a celebrity mood to roll spliffs and get a head start on the legalization of recreational weed hours before it was officially announced in the late afternoon. They announced it at 4.55, so they clearly didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It wasn't enough guys. pressure on them. Yeah. They've traditionally like been heavy prohibitionists, though. I think yeah. so. Yes, I, yeah. my friends have gone there and they've said, do not, mm -hmm. do yeah. not, do not go there and get caught. If you get caught, you are screwed. And that yeah. was one thing I always remembered. But now, oh, they're letting people be smoke. Tar tar jail. But they haven't quite said yet how much and what, what. They're still waiting for the uh, gazetting to happen. Uh, so basically, later on this year, they'll know how, I mean, they'll know the details of what they're allowed. Yeah. They have said one thing, though, that the ex only exception they have already said is that for extracts, they're only allowed to have a 0.2% THC level on extracts. That's extracts. Oh, so yeah. you have to basically have CBD, CBD. dabs. Oh. You can't have actual THC dabs at all. That's because dabs, ooh. But your bug your no. can have some THC. So your bug will, your, your weed will be normal. Yeah. But what about the um, extracts for medicinal do. purposes? Yeah, well, I guess yeah. they got, they're going to recreational straight away. I mean, they're in recreational. This is for mm. rec. Yeah. yeah. That's for straight rec. Yeah. 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 Responsible adult use. <laughs> I think it's great. Mm. A country that was great. like literally you'll cut your head off if they catch yeah. you has gone no, to like cool let's you do know this. what and they'll relax that 0.2 probably mm. when they yeah. see how, the, they how the use is not actually so no. destructive and hopefully it rough, leads to you know? better quality yeah. weed in thailand well the thing is the Have thai stick I, I lived in thailand for for almost a year about three years yeah. ago did you smoke a thai stick and i did smoke a thai stick none of it was really yeah, good because none it wasn't was it was really always good. done like under the secret i mean imagine if they have their strain and they create the thai stick as that as like we have yeah. We have DP, they have mm. tie sticks, but they really like sell but tie sticks. One thing I remember is, is traveling everywhere on the buses or on your scooter, traveling cross country and stuff, being extremely scared of the cops catching you because they have roadblocks absolutely everywhere. It's like the rest of Africa. Yeah. Uh, and if, <clears throat> if you do have, they're arresting you for a very, very long time. Yeah, you see. Yeah. Yeah, so and as I a mean, foreigner, this guy on the left, if you ever see him in the street, I mean, so, he's a guy to speak to. Yeah, and you know, I was just yeah. want to say, <laughs> like, obviously, nice when you're living in a country like that, where it's very, uh, you know, like oppressive, they won't let you do what you want to do. When this happens, it, you know, the people come out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The people come out. Then they're like, right, yeah. we don't have to be under this. Don't have to hide. hide. Put a jacket over a colored shirt, or you know, hide the yeah. dreadlocks, or whatever it is, your jewelry, or whatever it might be. Yeah. Now they can just be who they want to be, which is well, great. We saw how people came out after our Concord judgment as well. Suddenly, yeah. master yes. growers crawled yeah. out of the woodwork. It was yeah. like, yeah. Well, <laughs> most of the guests that we've had on the show wouldn't have come on the show. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Or people yeah, like a very good friend of mine who lives in Freiburg in the northwest, a very small conservative. Uh, town mm. uh, and she's in her 70s and she's come out to everybody the church ladies that she walks on the golf course with see. every day and family and everything she goes to her family thing she's not I'm sorry you're having your you're having your booze I'm having my spliff and everybody knows that Annie smokes weed now it's really nice, nice. That <laughs> is yeah. epic. And that's it movie. is you know, that's it's awesome. really it's really great um, that's yeah so good on Thailand um, I think it's uh, I don't know well, well let's see how it plays out in Thailand it's exciting. No, no arrests. There's yeah. no. There's no plant counting, is there? So at the moment, there's no rule. There's no actual. Uh, there's going to be a cap on possession. They say. They say in the articles that there's going to be a cap on possession. Mm. Obviously, you can't exceed that certain amount because it's then dealing. You just have to go to the, the cops and declare what weed you've got, and then they yeah. you can't get arrested for yeah. possession. Yes, that's the one thing they're saying that when you when it does become in you know when it is legal or whenever you're able to do it, you have to just say, listen, we grow or we have, and then they declare it. Yeah, that's kind of all that they're kind of saying. Yeah. But I'm sure that's maybe. 
tactic to find out who it is. But I mean, yeah. you know what? It's I, I still, even though, like you say, we have to watch out. I still think it's a great step forward for them, the Eastern country, yes. to do this. Mm. Yeah. Yes. It, it creates true. a massive wave, yeah. a ripple effect to outsiders, yeah. and they're like, "Wow, why are they doing this? What is yeah. it? What? What?" Yeah. People question. And then maybe the they working, will so. just slightly relax their their yeah. laws in places like Indonesia and mm. Malaysia. And, and who knows? You know, well, this is yeah. this is exactly what gives me hope. Is when you've got such a prohibitionist country like this, yes. starting to relax laws, you're yeah, going to find the yeah. other prohibitionist countries yeah. are going to go wait. It's not just relaxing like, the laws. What are we missing out on here? There's consequences to to all of the laws that are changing. So, if if they say no extracts with more than 0.2 percent THC, that mm. means none of the big medical pharma companies can come in and make high THC products. Mm. Firstly, mm. it's not a THC growing climate, so you can't. Mm. Yeah. And 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 they they can't overtake the market basically. Yeah. People can stick to their local growers. Okay. Okay. It seems like on the face value, I haven't looked at it, looked into it in any mm. depth, but no, no. but, but let's we'll watch it. We'll watch it out the corner yeah. of our eye because this was I think now this week. This is yeah. fresh, fresh news. Yeah, yeah. I think we always talk about the global south, but I think when we talk about the traditional producing country countries, we also include places like Thailand yeah. and Nepal and yeah. India and places like that. More like the developing countries that have traditionally used mm. yeah. used mm. cannabis. Right. So it's, um, yeah, we'll talk about mm. using cannabis. We smoked some of that. Whoa. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, it's what really, a time really nice. to be alive as a cannabis enthusiast in the, anywhere <coughs> in the world. It's just a really exciting time. When South yeah. East Asia is changing, it's really big news. It's mm. really, I think really so. News. Yeah, mm. and we've, I know that... Lots of previous shows we've spoken about the sort of death penalties mm -hmm. and stuff like that that there is in Asia and... and yeah. um, Eastern yeah. Asia as well. Philippines. Sure. You know, where, the extraditional killings. Where you can't even arrive with THC in your system. Dubai. Yeah, Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. 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 UAE. It yeah, was a British, so. British dude that went through that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he didn't even have dreadlocks. He didn't. No. no actual reason for them to think that he might have. It was just his destination system. that he came from. They questioned him and, there's, and there was a reason and they, they tested him. And yeah. yeah. He got put to yeah. jail. It was crazy. 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 Yeah. It's madness. Super Hopefully right, it's all right? coming oh. to an end. Yeah. <sighs> Next on the agenda is, as always, Insta Your Gram. Joe, did you go through the, the, the entrance this week? Or? I did. I chose the entrance this week. Um, there might be one person who's got two pictures in because they were just too lovely. And I think Dale should choose tonight's. Okay, Dale, you have been nominated. She's the Instagram. Please keep your um, your photos of your weed and your stash boxes and your dab and your garden and your cannabis um, themed original anything? photography. It must be yes. original photography, please. Yes. And we've got eyes like shithouse rats. We can see yeah. photographs that we've seen before on the interwebs. Yeah. So what have we got here? Wow. So, Tricosa, oh, hello, Tricosa. Check that insect that's hiding on there. Yeah, that's a bug on there. Oh, wow. Okay. I just love the contrast of this. Panna Loud RSA, that's the first time that we've heard from Panna Loud Last week was the first time we'd heard from them. I saw them for the first time last week. Is that a boy? Oh, look at that. Dragonfly. Another one from Tricosa. Oh, you guys get me when you put animals in the pictures. Oh wow, that's a nice sea of green. Yes. Safe a 420 grower. Yeah, cool, healthy looking plants there, hey? Yeah, they sure. Are. Healthy at home. Hmm. Oh, Our there's Angela, friend. 420 yes. Photography SA. Yes. Hello, Angela. What's Hope up, you're watching. Angela? Yeah. I just love <laughs> seeing all the stickiness that's on the stems and just everywhere. It's yeah. Wow. That, that looks really, really amazing. It looks like you could put it in a curry or something. It looks spicy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the white silhouette. I wonder how they did that with the flash. It could be flash or just your yeah, bright light. light yeah. yeah. Oh, this is all traditional light. growing, boys and girls. Traditional yeah. growing in yeah. people's backyards. Using original photography. Using the elements. Using the elements. Creativity, because you know, I don't know if you knew, but cannabis makes you quite creative. Should come and visit the jazz farm sometime, and you'll see how creative we get here. So, what's it going to be, Dale? It's really hard to choose. So far, 420 photography. For me, that's beautiful, beautiful picture. It is beautiful here. Although, uh, who's on the who's on the um, Zolbard is? 
Hello everybody on the chat. Curly one's there. Hello Russ. Justice. Oh Justice is there. Hey Justice, yeah, we haven't seen you for ages. <laughs> Come visit. <laughs> Who's the bearded stoner essay? Stop the cops! Uh, I'm going with yeah. What are you going with? Uh, Angela one. Well, you know how to get a hold of us, Angela. Um, you've got our numbers, so please just uh, drop your address and we'll have your prize over to you. We didn't have Instagram last week. Check out her profile um, as well. Sorry, Myrtle. Yes. Um, no, we did. Did you? We oh, ended okay. on, we this ended is pretty much what she does all the time. Yes. Is take photos of mm. cannabis and animals, yes. and it's beautiful photography to, to see. She puts a lot of effort. She's into like it. chronic cultivation essay. Like I would yes. choose their photos every single week, but yeah, because they are so so good. But I have to restrict it to give other people a chance. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually got some beautiful prints from Four Twenty mm. Photography SA. Um, aka Angela and they're in my file to frame so we usually try and every month we frame one or two things for for the studio here or for the alchemy studio just for all of our guests to to enjoy so I'm looking forward to framing those one day they're really really beautiful canvas on a black background like close-ups yeah. sexy pictures exactly mm. <laughs> <laughs> So who's been out and about? I mean, other than going to the to the union buildings, what's coming up next week? So for this coming weekend, we do actually have a few things going on around the country. Um, I'm going to start off, the first thing I'm going to tell you about is a full weekend event. Um, you can join the 420 Chef Anna Mulders at the Ilova Beach Club at Ilova Beach for a masterclass in the art of making ed edibles. You and can, that's Durban. Durban, Durban. yeah, KZN. Mm -hmm. So you can book, you have the booking is essential. Um, just go to yeah. the social medias and look up the 420 chefs. Um, you can book either for Friday or for Saturday or for Sunday. You're going to be learning things about like decarboxylating, uh, how to infuse without getting any of the dacha flavor, um, choosing the right pheno, gemo, or chemo type for getting the desired effect. So this looks uh, pretty yeah, too, damn yeah. interesting. Pretty comprehensive. Pretty comprehensive. Booking is essential. It's 350 bucks per person. That That's a very reasonable. Sure. That's very reasonable. Durban Garden Support. Do, because this includes lunch and coffee or tea or juice and samples and the demo. There you go. So there we go. Then Friday. Drum get an Uber home. Get it. Yeah. yeah always. Uh, Friday, drum and bass returns to Mary Jane's Hacienda for another installment of Rhythm Steppers. Doors Yay. open 5 p.m. We were listening to drum and bass today in the studio. Mm. Tickets no. on Howler. Uh, your lineup is Donny Bas uh, Basco, Instate, Benge, Claude's Spinal, and Obscura. And then also on Friday, Mary Jane Care presents the Full Moon Party at Urban Oasis in Witkoppen Road. Uh, so just up, up oh. the drag here. That's 50 bucks, that's good vibes, good food, and they've got Dave Skins, Ray Ray and Ike Wiskin, Ryan Aruba, and yeah, Urban Oasis Bar and Grill, four ways. Um, I couldn't find anything going on on Saturday. So Sunday is Legit Lit, hosted by Reggae Africa Sound System, that's in Athlone, Cape Town. Uh, 30 Rand entrance fees from 2 until 8 p.m. Um, at the Rastafari African Society Royal Rust Center in Cape Town. Rust and the mountain DJ Ryko. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be a foot Ryko tapping. Cool music. Really good music. Uh, yeah. Good food, yeah. good music. Go support. Go support. Yeah, go support if you're in Cape Town. And then in Pretoria, we've got the Van Hunks Smoke Off Festival. You know, Pretoria, the people, there's lots of, uh, of yeah. cannabis events in Pretoria. I'll give it to the Pretorians. They're... They, they certainly are. do stick their necks out. And they really, really do. This hustle is a, and organize. This is a barbecue competition as well as a, a, a community oh, really? friendly. Okay. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's like judges and all sorts of things for the meat. There's a yeah. cash bar. Uh, the tickets are 200 rand per person, and that includes a token for a free 420 cocktail and the barbecue tasting of the competition thing. Oh, uh, okay. Bobs. Okay. Boy's famous pulled pork. Um, Burgers? I wonder if they're gonna have. I wonder if they're gonna have like uh, different cultivars um, to go with the different things. Like you know when you have a wine tasting, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. food pairing. Oh, yeah. 
They should have know. weed pairing with the bry. That would mm. be interesting. Very okay. interesting. And I do well, love let, let them know. The last note that I have on this that was the note that they have on their website, which I absolutely love. This is a 420 friendly event, and by purchasing a ticket, you consent to allowing other adults to be smoking around you. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice disclaimer. Nice, nice, nice. Just keep it short and sweet, and in, announce your your uh, intention, and have fun at a cannabis event near you. Yeah, don't mm -hmm. you think? And see, now this week we've managed to cover Cape Town, Durban, uh, Josie, and Pretoria. Yeah. Yay! And you know we've still got quite a bit of the summer left. Yeah. Um, I keep on having to remind myself it's been this frenetic start to the year. Listen, it is the one hundred and seventy-third yeah. day of January. Forgive us all for being a bit worn <laughs> out already. <laughs> I think that this year really started with a with a bang because of last year's kind of malaise and not knowing where we are with lockdowns mm. and all of that sort of thing. Um, that all of us are sort of like just coming to catch our breath. I think we'll ease into the late summer. I know there's lots of parties going going on, but really get out there and support the cannabis events in, in your area. There's always something going on. Yeah. Um, there is, yeah. there is. Even if it's like gardening um, demos and stuff like that, because everything is, is relative to cannabis in some way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. I'm just uh, waiting for the poll results to come through. Okay, yeah. okay. So to remind you, what is traditional cannabis, in your opinion, we were asking you? So do you think traditional cannabis is OG land race? Yeah. Do you think traditional cannabis is only cannabis sativa? In other words, uh, you know, just It's more about traditional land race. Yeah, so yeah. a small-leaved, uh, a huge, big, four-meter plant. Or is it what's growing in your garden? And what did you tell us? We don't, it's, I'm waiting for it to come through. Okay. Uh, and then, as always, like, share, and subscribe to the Hotbox Show. And you can always, in the comments, or getting hold of us by about 57 different avenues, you can get hold of us. It's no excuse. Uh, or just phone Charles on our Fields of Green helpline. Let us know what you would like to be featured uh, in the Hotbox. Um, we've got February coming up with a month of love, so uh, we might be featuring some edibles and that sort of thing. But what do you want to see on the Hotbox? Because you out there have to said to us, that traditional cannabis is outdoor land race, is 38%. Sativa land race, 23%. And whatever I'm growing in my garden, 38%. <laughs> so that's really cool. It's both outdoor land race and it's whatever is growing in my garden. I really think that it's whatever is growing in my garden, mm. your garden, somebody in Mpandi, in Pondoland's garden. It's not you know, what I get from the pharmacist. Because not that's get not from the traditional. Well, once you're adding lights and, and all sorts of chemical compounds to the soil, it's not traditional anymore. Ooh, should um, we have had organic no, as a? No, option? I don't think. I don't know if organic would be a prerequisite. That's a very good question. Is organic? I think organic should be, in my opinion. Mm. So traditional has more of a connotation growth. of like a, yeah. a lengthy traditional method and like practice of of it. Mm. Yes. So you are, I mean, I almost agree with so him. So like it, it's got a story behind it. I mean, it. traditional cannabis could be that we grow underground traditional cannabis. We grow weed yes. traditionally mm. in the, away from the eye, hidden yeah. away. It's a whole entire yeah. sect world, like it's a whole entire thing. Ethos. So yeah. traditional it, cannabis it is really black market is. cannabis, basically. Well, I think in South Africa, yeah. yes. I mean, it's black market and it's also not. It's also traditional cannabis, like, like as you say. Yeah. To the word where they use it for yeah. sacrament, for, for yeah. uh, you know traditional use. You traditional use. I eating, think it's where you can't um, you can't separate the person and the plant really. Yeah. Don't you think? Where it becomes so part when it, of where it becomes part of those people's uh, lives. It's yeah. not something yeah. that yeah. you go yeah. to work and you go and work with cannabis and then you go home and you never touch it. You know, yeah. it's it's something that's integrated into your lives. Yes. It doesn't matter if it's been integrated in your life for the last ten years or for the last seven hundred years. It's a, it's traditional use that's close to close to home. Yeah, yeah. close yeah. to home. Yeah, you know, and it, it might be close to home, but connected. Like you might be in the in the rural areas, but you're connected to the urban urban areas by virtue of those as your friends and your family yeah. that are living there. So that's also close to home. You know, it doesn't have to physically be close to home. Mm. Yeah. So it's quite an interesting um, topic. Home isn't a building anyway. Hmm? Home isn't a building anyway. No, home isn't a building. And tradition is not a, 
It's not a. It's not a history. Yeah, it doesn't have to be hundred years old. It doesn't have to be a hundred years old. So it's not like an, an antique. Yes. It needs to be over a hundred years old. I think traditional is is so. It's lined up with with culture, which is a very very subjective thing. Yeah, you know, just home culture in general. And, I think home growing you know, in general, whether it doesn't matter where you are. Keeping plants, trading seeds with your friends. Mm -hmm. you know, yes. That's just, yeah. yeah. The normal stuff is just. That's the word for it, I guess. You know, where before we didn't have it. Exactly. Never thought about it. Yeah. Never had the chance, really. And that's why at Fields of Green for All, we've had this campaign that's been simmering for quite a while um, called Know Your Dacha Farmer, because that's what it's all about. You know where, the, where that cannabis came from and you know your Dacha Farmer. And I think that that's a huge challenge for us in, here in South Africa to know who is, is mm. growing your weed. And I reckon if you know who is Matters. growing your weed, even if it's only by word of mouth that the person that you, or the, the, the establishment that mm. you're getting your cannabis from uh, is able to tell you where this comes from and what is the source and all of that, I think it's important for all of us. And it's a way of standing up for our, for our rights and standing up for the rights of everybody from the king at the union buildings mm. all the way to us around around the table. So um, we're going to see you next week and we're signing off from Dale. Grow your rights. Grow your own. <clears throat> stay safe and please choose happy. And remember to like one up from Jules and we'll see you next week.